Hi, and welcome to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. Being ambitious and successful while living a happy life is possible. Learn how you can better cope with stress in day-to-day -day situations by applying tools and techniques that work for you. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm extremely grateful that you decided to check out my podcast today. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. I am super excited and as always so happy that you are here today to watch or to listen to the new podcast episode and to spend a little bit of time with me in order to better understand where stress comes from and how you can start using stress to your advantage. Because a lot of the times we really view stress as being negative. And the stress response is really, really important for our bodies in order to be motivated, in order to deliver results, in order to be focused and in order also to be excited and to have joy in the things that we are doing. And so today I want to share with you three techniques to relieve mental stress. Because when we're really honest with ourselves, everything that we perceive as stress is in our head. Because the stress response can be provoked or can be started by thought alone, right? And I know and I'm sure that you all had this experience where stress is created just by thought alone. And I'm going to give you a very easy example. You're receiving an email from your manager at 8 p.m. in the evening saying, I need to talk to you tomorrow. Let's set up some time. And he doesn't give you any other details of why he wants to speak to you and so you are laying in bed and probably super worried about what your manager possibly wants to talk with you about and there it is the stress response is activated there's a lot of thoughts going on in our heads and i'm sure that most of the things that you're thinking about right now are probably not very positive. You don't think, oh, my manager wants to talk to me because something good has happened or he has received some positive feedback about me. No, your thoughts jump right away to all of the negative things and that creates a lot of stress. So then that's just kind of an example of why stress really is in our heads and it is all based on our own evaluations, on our own experiences and how we're dealing with it. And I've shared this statistic with you before, so I'm sure that all of you know this by now, but just as a reminder, we have between 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. 90% of these thoughts are repetitive and 7 out of 10 thoughts are negative. And it is really powerful, right? Because Our brains are created in a way to help to protect us of any kinds of demands and any kinds of dangers. So we are always, of course, looking out for all of the bad things that could happen possibly to us. And that is why stress um, oftentimes is negative or is perceived as negative and we're looking at all the negative things and what is also really powerful to know is that our brain perceives or is more sensitive to negative feedback five times more than to positive feedback so just one more time the brain is 
five times more sensitive to negative feedback than it is to positive feedback. And if you know that, then you know that we really create a lot of pressure on ourselves um, when we're feeling stressed and all of that happens in our mind. <laughs> and that is why nowadays mental health is so important. And more and more people talk about mental health because um, we haven't really learned how to deal with with these thoughts, we haven't really learned how to deal when we're feeling overwhelmed and when we're having a lot of things going on in our life. And to be totally honest with you, we will never have not any stressors in our life. There's always things that we have to take care of. There will always be work. There will always be traffic jams. There will always be difficult people. There will always be things that we have to deal with. And the question always is, how are we going to perceive this? How am I going to evaluate that situation? And based on that, I either create a positive stress cycle or a ne negative stress cycle, because it all depends on my evaluation. So this is kind of the introduction into a three ways two or three techniques to relieve mental stress. And the first technique that I want to share with you today is that you cannot influence any other people but you. You don't really have the power to make other people behave the way you would like them to. And that is very powerful, right? Because when we really think about it, in a lot of different situations and circumstances that we find ourselves in, we wish that somebody would just be different and it would make our life so much easier, right? When we are having an, a difficult situation or a difficult, um, a difficult conflict with another person, we always jump, and I'm sure that you know that, to the conclusion, if the other person would change this, I would just be so much better. But the reality is, and the, and the honest total brutal truth is that we cannot influence other people. The only person that you can influence is yourself. And what, I, what do I mean by that? The only thing that you can influence is how you react to it. And I think it's also really important that you start looking at what can you contribute to the situation instead of always just thinking about what do you want the other person to contribute? What do you want the other person to make to do differently in order to make a situation better? So really the first technique to relieve mental health is start thinking about what can I do to influence that situation? Stop looking at other people because at the end of the day, yes, you can give other people feedback. Yes, you can talk to the person. But the, at the end of the day, it's all about how you manage the situation and to think about what you can do differently in order to also not perceive it as a stressful situation anymore. Um, so that is my technique number one that I wanted to share with you today because it's really powerful. 50% is in your control and you can think about from now on and in difficult situations what can I do to change this situation? What can I do? Can I behave differently? Can I be maybe honest or give some feedback? Um, can I contribute something that I hadn't thought about before? It is really, really important that you stop 
trying to get something from somebody else because that will just stress you more because you will not have any influence you don't have any control over any other people besides maybe your kids um, but that's also stops with a certain age right so at the end of the day it's always how do you react to it how will you manage that situation so you will have a, a better life or like a less you know less pressure on your mind and less stress that is technique number one Technique number two is I want you to think the next time you feel yourself in a difficult situation and the next time you find yourself in a stressful situation, I want you to think about why is that situation stressing you right now? Is that a thought that comes from the past? Like for example, I've been in this situation before and the last time it didn't go out well, so now I'm stressing in this situation because I'm feeling super tense. Um, or is it something, is that situation maybe really happening in the present moment and there's something really in that present moment that is happening to you? Or does the event that you're worrying about right now laying in the future and let me give you a couple of examples to that the first thing that I, that came to my mind when thinking about past events that are really stressing us or that that has given us a negative experience and that we like to bring into the present moment is when you're going to the dentist. I don't know if you can relate to this topic, but I recently went to the dentist because I had to get a tooth fixed and I was pretty stressed. I was sitting in the dentist chair finding you know observing myself and realizing that i've been that i was really stressed and i was really tense because it was out of my control i had to get a couple of shots and um, to numb my jaw in order to get some work done on my tooth and even though nothing really hurt i was still extremely tense and extremely worried because yes i have made negative experiences in the past sitting in a dentist chair feeling the pain or feeling the drill that they're using or having some sensitive reaction or having some pain and aches and you know it was really it was a really interesting realization in that moment because i was thinking to myself you know nothing has even happened yet like everything is okay they gave me the shots and i you know everything is starting to get numb in my in my mouth but nothing has happened um, and nothing has actually hurt me but i was still feeling super worried about the situation and so i had to remind myself that in this present moment everything is okay and i don't have to worry about um what they're doing right now because Maybe it's not going to hurt at all and I'm stressing myself for absolutely no reason. So that is an example for that we are projecting our past experiences into our present moment even though it's not happening. And it is really important as always to create awareness around that event, right? And when we are sitting in a different, in a specific situation, no matter if it is sitting in a dentist chair or maybe sitting in a meeting or maybe having a difficult conversation with somebody, stop for a second and think about, am I worried and stressed because, because of an experience that I had in the past that I'm projecting right now into this present moment? Or is there actually something in the present moment that is stressing me? And very often the answer is no. You know, very often we can say, yes, actually there is something coming out of the past that is worrying me, but right now everything is okay. 
And on the other hand, there's also obviously things sometimes that we are projecting into future events. Let me give you an example to that as well. Um, there's a lot of changes that happen all the time in our companies, right? We're having restructures, reorganizations, teams are, are shuffled around, we're getting new team members, we're getting new managers, and that can create a lot of stress, especially when we hear that something is going to happen, but we don't know yet what is actually going to happen. So maybe somebody announces that there will be some manager changes in your team, but you don't know yet what this is going to look like. And even though you know that the announcement um, of all of these manager changes and the reshuffling in your team is going to happen in two weeks, you're starting to worry about the situation. What if I get manager X and that manager is sitting in a different time zone? Or maybe I don't like this manager very much and I know that I have a hard time to cope with that person. Well, you know, the thing is that you're stressing yourself and you don't even know yet what is going to happen. You don't even know yet if you are going to get manager X um, and if that will have an influence on you. However, for two weeks, you might give yourself a really, really hard time to disconnect and to relax because you're worried about that situation. And that is another very powerful example where we are projecting ourselves into the future about all the possible different scenarios that could happen if and if so, you know. Um, but it doesn't really serve us anything. And the only thing that we're missing out on when we are projecting ourselves in the future is the present moment. And it is that we are maybe not enjoying our vacation or we are not enjoying the time that we have with our family at the moment. Or we are missing the fact that everything is going really well at the moment at work um, and there's absolutely nothing to worry about and yet we are projecting ourselves into these future possible scenarios and create a lot of mental stress. And so, so this is clear now, right? We talked about kind of the, the past events and the future events. And obviously the goal always is, is to bring us back into the present moment. And this is what mindfulness and awareness is all about, right? I'm talking about mindfulness all the time. Um, and mindfulness can be trained and it can be it can be brought into your life by being a little bit more aware of your own thoughts and bringing more attention into what am I thinking right now and what do I really think about um, and to be honest with yourself about do I really worry about this right now because this is like two weeks ahead of time and there's absolutely nothing I can do right now to influence the situation and the only thing maybe that I can do right now is to relax into the present moment and to uh, let my fate decide of what is going to happen. One disclaimer on this. Obviously, if there is something that you can do, if there is something that you're really so worried about that it does not let you go, then think about what is within your sphere of control. What can you influence? Maybe you can have a conversation with your current manager and you can tell them about your worries and you can tell them about your um, 
preferences. Or you could even go to your manager and maybe have a really great idea and it doesn't let you go. You know, those are all things that are within your power and there's absolutely no reason why you cannot do these things if you feel comfortable doing them. Um, but don't worry about certain things that are out of your sphere of control and stop worrying and stop spending all that time and energy on these things because that is where we really lose a lot of time and energy and where we are missing out on putting that time and energy into our work in order to be motivated and focused and productive. But also, most importantly, it is time and energy that it takes us away from our families and from our friends and our partners because we forget that, you know, to live in the present moment. So really the first step there is to create awareness, to be more observant of your thoughts and to stop yourself when you're having a thought and ask yourself the question, am I really living in the present moment right now? Or is that something that lies within the past and I'm projecting it into the present? Or is it something that lies in the future and I'm still projecting fears and worries into that? And if the answer is yes, it's in the past or in the future, then the last question you should ask yourself is, do I have the power to influence anything? Especially in the future, right? In the past, we cannot change it anymore. So that's the first thing, right? In the past, we cannot change the past. The past is the past. The only way, the only power that you have is to tell yourself that you cannot change the past, but you can start living a better life and that you can start changing things. This is really important. And for the future, you can ask yourself the question, is there something I can do? Is there some type of influence that I have on the situation? And then react on it if you do. So really, really powerful technique in order to relieve mental stress is to ask yourself, is the event in the past, in the present moment or in the future? And the last technique that I want to share with you today is the I can versus I must um, and really the change of perspective because we are oftentimes walking through life and I'm, we're telling ourselves, very easy example, I must go to work. I must pick up my kids from school. I must uh, meet my friend um, because I've promised them. I must um, take care of X, Y, Z. Um, but we forget that we always have a choice. And when we're changing our perspective about going from the must and always this like, oh, I must go to work and I don't feel like that, to change it to, I can and I am able to and I, I have the freedom to, um, to do certain things because that change of perspective, again, is really, really powerful because at the end of the day, we cannot really because at the end of the day it is really on us on how we are evaluating a situation and what kind of perspective we have on a certain situation so the next time when you are doing something and you have a big to-do list and you're like i must do all of these things try to think about it that way i am able to do these things i am healthy um, and I have an amazing job and I have amazing family and I have 
again, I, I want to just highlight this because I think it's the most important one. I am healthy and I'm able to do these things. I don't have to do them. It is my choice to do these things. Um, and that perspective alone can be really powerful in order to relieve some of that mental stress that we are putting on ourselves. And if there is something that you really must do or if that you really must do that you think you must do, then ask yourself the question, can I change this? Is this something that I can change? Um, maybe it is something that you cannot change. Maybe um, you're taking on a job at the moment and you need to go through the next role for the next six to 12 months and there's absolutely nothing you can change about that. Well, you can change one thing and the thing that you can change about it is to change your perspective. Because putting yourself under the negative tension and under the pressure of going in day by day and having negative thoughts and a negative perspective about that you have to do that you must do something is really really difficult and can create a lot of mental pressure and a lot of um yeah mental um unhappiness and stress on your brain and obviously this is something that you can avoid because there's one thing that you always have control over and it is your thoughts a lot of things and a lot of people sometimes say, no, I don't really have power over my thoughts, but we do. Um, it is very easy to say and very difficult to do, but we do have the power over our own thoughts and we can start learning how to direct them in one, in one direction or the other. So yeah, so three different ways to manage your mental stress and three techniques to relieve mental stress. So let me just summarize the ones that we have talked about today. Number one is you can only influence yourself. Really, really important. It is all about what you can bring into a situation. Technique number two is think about does the event that you're worrying about um, lay in the past, in the present moment or in the future? And the last and third technique is I must versus I can and being able to do things instead of thinking that you always have to do certain things. And you know, one of the things that I want to talk with you about and one of the things that I wanted to mention is so very often we always look at the negative things in our life. And you know, at the end of the day, as I said, first of all, we all have good days and we all have bad days. And when you're looking at a heart rate monitor in the hospital, you know that the heart rate is constantly going up and it's going down, right? This is kind of when we know that a person is alive. We know that the person is alive because it's constant tension and relaxation. So the heart rate goes up and the heart rate goes down. And that's just exactly how life is, right? We have good days, we have bad days. Stress is the same way as well. We have, we, we constantly need a balance between tension and relaxation. We need adrenaline and cortisol in order to perform. We need stress in our lives. We need stress in order to be motivated, in order to be focused, in order to deliver results. But we also need to relax at a certain point in order to go back into the rest and digest or growth and repair state, so the so-called parasympathetic nervous system, in order to bring all of our main human bodily functions back into action and make sure that we are healthy. If that heart rate monitor line is straight, we are dead, right? 
we are dead. So it is so important that it is going up and down. It is important that we have good days. It is important that we have bad days. We have so many learnings from our bad days. Um, and then at the end of the day, it's also always, again, how we're evaluating the bad days. Are we really having a bad day? Or is it okay? Like, you know, not everything is always going perfectly fine and well, and that's okay because we're all human beings and we all have our own lives and, um, you know, we are all influenced by other people. But at the end of the day, we have the power to choose how we're going to evaluate the situation and what kind of thoughts we put over that situation. And if we choose to have negative thoughts, which sometimes we're a little unaware, so we might jump to those negative thoughts but we can really practice to have those positive thoughts. So three ways to relieve mental stress. And one of the ways um, that is really, really powerful and when we're talking about these three different techniques is obviously always to practice gratitude and to think about, hold on a second. This might be kind of a difficult situation right now or I feel like the situation is out of control, but let me take a step back. And let me think about all of the good things that happened today. Let me think about what kind of things are within my control and what can I influence. If I can't influence anything, then I need to let it go. But if there is something, if, there, if, if I can identify something, then that is beautiful. And then I have the power and then I can perceive uh, I, and then I can, uh, what do I want to say? And then I can proceed. That was the word I was looking for. And then you can proceed to do something that is within your sphere of control. Um, so yeah, so practicing gratitude is always obviously a very powerful tool to think about all of the good things. Because like I said, we a part of our brain, the so-called reptilian brain, constantly jumps to what is negative about the situation and what do I need to do better. But we can really practice that skill of jumping into positive thoughts. And I'm gonna give you an example. I um, I've been practicing gratitude for almost exactly one year now, every day. I'm thinking about three things that I'm grateful for every day. I know that every time when I'm starting this podcast and I'm saying that I'm really grateful that you're listening to it or that you're watching it, I totally mean it. I know that at the end of the podcast, I also always say with gratitude, Julia, and I totally mean it because I am grateful that I have the opportunity to build my own business and I'm grateful that I have such a wonderful community that is listening to what I have to say and I wouldn't be able to sustain my business without you. So I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful that I'm sitting here right now. Um, and because I've been practicing gratitude for a year now, if I find myself in a difficult situation or in an unhappy situation, my thoughts now jump to, hold on a second, but what is positive right now? What in this situation is good? Is it, am I, maybe I'm grateful for the challenge that I'm receiving right now because I'm going to learn something from this challenge and I'm going to grow from this challenge. If I wouldn't have this challenge, I wouldn't be able to grow and I wouldn't be a better person at the end of the day. So it is always a question of, how do you evaluate a situation? How do you perceive a situation? And that, my friends, 
is really personal development and it is really important that you're starting to apply these tools in a day-to-day -day basis because at the end of the day you can use stress to your advantage you can make stress your friend stress is positive always remember that and stress management is a skill that everyone can learn because we are all able to navigate our thoughts um, and if we learn to to either stop our negative thoughts or to look at a situation from a different perspective, then we will lead a really powerful life. So this is everything that I wanted to share with you today. And as always, very grateful that you have listened all the way till the end. I have so many people that are listening to this podcast now, and I'm so happy about this. And I would love if you could leave me a review on iTunes, um, sharing a little bit about what this podcast has brought to you, how this podcast has influenced you or changed your life. Um, I would really, really appreciate that you would do me a huge favor. Um, and as always, I would also love if you would come over to my Instagram account at Blue Mountain Mindfulness, and if you could share something that you have taken away from today's podcast episode. So with that said, thank you so much for listening. I wish you a wonderful day with gratitude, Julia. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be extremely happy and grateful if you could leave me a comment and a five-star rating. If you know someone who would benefit from the information I talked about today, please feel free to share it with them, no matter if it is your friends, your colleagues and or your family members. You will always find all links and a summary of the podcast in the show notes. It would be great if we could connect on Instagram or via email. You can find all details of how to find me in the show notes as well. In that way, you can also send me any questions that you might have. And as I mentioned, I also have a wonderful YouTube channel now where you can post comments and questions. So please reach out. I'm glad you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for your trust. With gratitude, Julia.